0: Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. There we go. There's the... All right. <laughs> there are the boots. Very good. Very good. Oh, the, the nice restaurant. Good yeah yeah enjoying
1: myself uh ole it's great Fun. to get a chance to talk with you i haven't talked with you for a very long time uh and of course we had uh some friends in common but you're out there just killing it uh, uh with some of the information you're out and then of course this event happens right there from your neck of the woods so that's a pretty big deal with this uh uh gas pipeline so you know uh, you're, it's right in your neighborhood.
0: Yeah, we'll, uh, well, well, we'll kick it off and let you uh, talk about a little bit, Juan, and uh, and Ole is just going to kind of like you know come in and you know it'll probably jog maybe some uh, some of his uh, memories or some stuff that he might know. So we'll just kind of like let you lead it, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll let him you know come in when it when he gets some information. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right.
1: All right, that sounds good.
0: Love your boots, uh, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, and uh, uh, you know, I don't know where you want to start on it, but of course, this this situation in Europe. One of the things people are focused on this gas pipeline right now. People have forgotten uh, what happened just two weeks ago in the UN, where the Russian. Uh, 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 foreign minister was asking uh, our ambassador our thoughts on uh, you know uh, Zelensky's uh, team uh, had gone into their nuclear reactor and tried to cause a Chernobyl type meltdown which would have affected all of Europe with this meltdown and uh, of course over into Russia too uh you know you think that the uh, gas pipeline is a disaster you're going to have unheated homes and stuff uh but that would have been far worse and then the other side of the coin is you have a uh gas pipeline coming from norway down to poland that opens up the same week yep. that this event happens uh, uh with the uh, Nord Stream one and two and one of the things that i was mentioning to some folks here just a little while ago um Energy, I I held some energy conferences last year and the year before uh, and, in fact, had experts that I brought in on the geopolitics of energy Uh, all the way back um, really to the 50s. But most recently, in most of the people in this audience's lifetime, uh, we had what happened with Saudi Arabia and uh, the Embargo of oil going to the West in the early 70s under the Nixon administration caused gas lines and then Reagan uh, uh, working a deal with Saudi and pumping oil massively to drive the po- price of oil down so low that across Russia. Oil production went to to, next to Zilch for export purposes and nearly broke uh, the Russian economy. It did break Texas's economy as we brought oil prices down so low that Russia couldn't sell their energy. The geopolitics of energy as a weapon uh, has been going on for decades and decades and decades. This is just the latest iteration. And the question is, will Putin retaliate Uh, with this mischief um, in some other area, or will it be also energy related um, in what's gonna happen next? Uh, But energy has been involved in all this, even that nuclear reactor with the meltdown that they tried to cause there in uh, uh, Ukraine, uh, uh, you know, that uh, Russia noted the other day. So any thoughts on any of that there, Ole?
2: You said it was in my the, in my the back of my woods or whatever. You you said I'm on Bali, so I'm we're very far away from that. <laughs> uh, what I I haven't looked into these things. What I do see though is that the uh, the dark forces, the deep state, are really trying to push people down on their knees from every single direction, heating, gas, food, uh, making, creating shortage of everything for this winter, uh, and uh, it's it seems like a very very brutal i would call it label it evil agenda but i hope a last attempt to to really try and and control humanity which hopefully will not succeed but i think the gas pipe all of these things are part of that as far as i can see it's just part of that whole operation also Whatever they're doing, they have uh, dear old Putin here to blame, or they're using him, whatever it is. Oh, we have to raise these prices, the gas prices. Putin is just being used there all the time, which I feel is an absolute... uh, It's like a massive joke, because that is not who is uh, behind this whole thing. And also, all of this shortage, I have not seen any natural shortage anywhere. Every single thing I look into, it's designed to create this like food massive food producers are being burnt down many different countries fires 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 forest fires where where it's like where they need where it's dry they make it super dry where it's wet they make it super wet so that everything is just getting totally knocked out and uh, and then they raise the prices everywhere and like in sweden for instance and other countries and i don't know in the european union but i think it's a uh, law that is spreading now is like they're banning firewood they're banning fire that you can put firewood outside your house you know like to prepare for winter that is being illegal made illegal now uh also uh you know like uh, uh wood stoves are being banned yeah. like that that is just pure evil when you know the climate i mean people are gonna freeze their butt off it really really bad if they're not even allowed to use uh, normal firewood when the prices of electricity is just skyrocketing. So I think they're trying to get people down on their knees and just begging for their solution, which would be whatever they, they decide. Uh, But uh, so this is where it's really important for people to, to step up, you know, and just say, fuck that. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do anyway and get off, get off grid, get off out of debt, get out of their." strangulation grip and just uh, take the power back to themselves yep
0: there, there's uh, some people that say they have a forest land in europe that's worth its weight in gold now because the, everyone knows it's going to be a super cold winter when you ever have a a super hot summer like we've had it gets balanced by a, a very very cold winter uh, so now they're cutting off the gas pipeline and they're telling people they can't have wood stoves they can pile up wood wow that's uh it's a for disaster so they're they're going to cause a lot of deaths and they've already been practicing for uh freezing deaths already so it's uh yeah they're pushing in that direction no doubt
1: well one of the things is uh you know back when you know uh, i remember when we were talking uh years ago you know she's been 20 years ago 8 15 years ago with robin Falkov and Uh, some of the shows you were doing back in that era uh, out through uh, the country. The issues then were these false flags that were being done to manipulate public consciousness to herd us towards gun control here in the U.S. Um, Of course, the big ones like 9-11 or Oklahoma City bombing to make it look like you know we had foreign terrorists that were you know doing stuff all over the world massive scale or more homegrown stuff with the militia-type mentality. But now it looks to me like they've gone to a different level, uh, whereas we were looking at um, small terrorist groups trying to move the consciousness of the country or countries in a certain direction this is nation state level stuff and now uh something like the pipelines here with Nord Stream, you're threatening nation against nation of uh, their ability to be able to survive or function um at a whole nation state level in a in a in a different way um even the statements uh by russia uh concerning um you know, the willingness to use nuclear weapons. If they're gonna, if this is gonna escalate, they are willing to use nuclear weapons. Even at um, strategic command here in the US, uh, a year and a half ago, um, they had this wonky statement that was made, that was posted on the website, uh, when Russia was coming up on the border of Ukraine for a, 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 a exercise. Uh, it's eight months before they actually went into Ukraine. And the statement was, if a force is about to be overrun um, and use of conventional weapons will not deter, use of tactical nuclear weapons is authorized. And so that was this uh, kind of generic statement that wasn't solicited. There was no Uh, you know precise reason for saying it but it was a warning to russia specifically if you go into the ukraine you get past ukraine start being a threat to nato troops use of tactical nukes is authorized um both sides are now talking like that and the cold war is on uh you know if you're going to threaten a pipeline you can kill people if they can't if they're going to freeze to death this is nation late nation state level terrorism not um terrorist groups hidden groups with manipulation it it, it was always nation state level you and i know that ole ultimately but it was at least with plausible denial that it was some rogue group that we were in this fight with what's appearing now it's erupted and surfacing at a new level where Uh, The consequences are so much greater and it's right there in the open and something maybe that was a little more coy, a little more hidden, a little more plausible denial is less plausible denial. We are going back to the, the kinds of things that literally lead to regional and possibly a world conflict, a world war again. Am I saying it right? Does that make sense to both of you?
0: Definitely. Uh,
2: I would say the one that controls media and the media outlet controls whatever we believe is going on. And so I find it really hard to believe anything about this ongoing conflict, uh, you know, just because BBC says Putin is saying this, Putin is saying that, or whoever is saying it, you don't know for sure at this point with cgi and film effects and whatever is it actually him who's saying it or are we being shown like an illusion of a conflict that they're building up so that they can control us so so since i'm not in russia i'm not sitting next to Putin. i have no idea what he's talking about what he's saying how what he's thinking but during the cold war it was a creation of a conflict it was an illusion of a cold war that was created with the help of the first uh, atomic bombs that were thrown for no other reason than to start this illusion of the world being divided in, and was then used through the Cold War to activate all of these things, m- create this problem so that we would accept whatever solutions. Here we are again. And I think you're absolutely right, Juan, with uh, they've stepped up the game. Because the other things have backfired in their face, you know, uh, like uh, they were trying with so many of these crap uh, false flag operations with alleged mass shootings. I mean, low budget, absolute nonsense, trying to ban the weapons that make the weapons the problem so that the solution would be take away the weapons. But then. During COVID, that totally turned around and people armed themselves like never before. So that went out the window. That didn't work anymore. They tried, tried, tried. They, the Muslim terrorists, that didn't work anymore. So when, when that boogeyman was uh, no functioning, they had to create a new one. So they tried with some bizarre looking individuals, white dudes instead, with transgender agendas and whatever. It was the same agenda behind them. But now through this, Whatever that war is in in the Ukraine, I totally doubt so much of it. I mean, look, wag the dog, watch that movie. I believe that is exactly what we're watching now in the Ukraine. And the result is like the U.S. that are now officially on its knees financially, who you would think if the leaders of that country would care about the population, would say, listen, we're gonna just going to cut down with all the millions to Israel and now Ukraine billions of dollars and say, we just need to take our own family first. Just wait on, hang on over there. We're just going to feed our own people. And of course, we'll share as soon as we're back in balance. But that's not what we see. We're seeing them sucking the blood out of that nation and many other nations through NATO as well pumping in into that area where there is an illusion of a a war, in my opinion. It it is a super massive psychological operation going on there where you say the way the whole thing started. I mean, they were using images from computer games and and gun shows in Texas and uh, from the old uh, conflicts in Ukraine. I mean, all of it was just an illusion of a conflict. And so, but what they created was they demonized this individual called Putin. So now, just like you said, they've they've been able to step the whole thing up. So instead of hitting specific local targets or national targets, they are now aiming globally. So they're doing all of this with the agenda 21, uh, the whole operation, pushing that whole thing with the help of this demonized name of Putin, whatever they do, blame it on Putin. We have to do this. Very sorry, Putin. The prices go up, Putin. The gas price of Putin. The, and we're just like, well, he's that bad. He is very bad. He must be very bad. And so you just keep pumping it up. And we're just accepting, 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 instead of saying, this makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, this the electrical prices in Sweden, we have all of us. It's been working fine for all of these years. Firewood, the whole country should be, you know, so st- uh, prepared for a cold winter. It's like 80%, I think, it's forest. And now they're banning that. If you look at the the agenda, behind the forces it's to shut down shut down shut down weaken the population in country after country after country all of them working at the same time the same agenda it's agenda 21 on a national level local level and international level at the same time all of these nations doing yes sir no sir and doing exactly the same thing pushing the world on its knees if they succeed so I I very much agree that they've stepped up the game now instead of blaming it on Abdul Karim Karumkar or whatever the name is of this Muslim made up uh, phantom boogeyman, they're using Putin and they're just trying everything they can to take it, not only nation by nation, but all of it at the same time and just push us down in the dirt so that we will surrender, pull down our pants and say, do whatever you want, but it's not going to
0: happen though. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like they want to start some kind of nuclear conflict, whether it's going to be real, which I don't think it will be, or whether it will be some kind of like we're like you guys are expert at some kind of illusion an illusion of a nuclear attack where Mm -hmm. they they show, you know, through, you know, their mainstream media forces, you know, some kind of attack like they've already started, you know, say in New York, you need to prepare for a nuclear event. Mm -hmm. So they they could they could fake one. I, I totally believe they might fake one. Ah, uh, just like they did 9/11, you know CGI and all or all the kind of stuff they did uh, on 9/11, you know, uh, you know directed energy weapons, all kind of crazy stuff that at that time most of us didn't realize we had that kind of technology. So, you know, they have little little toys, little little things they can they can use, and I think they might use something like that. You can see talking about it. So, what what do you think, Juan?
1: Well, I, you know, the problem is if. You know, some of the deaths are real. Some of it is uh, manufactured. Uh, Did Las Vegas happen the way that we were told it happened? Uh, We look at the emergency room admissions, and there was no spike in emergency room admissions uh, after the Las Vegas shooting. Um, We look at the buildings collapsed on 9-11. Well, they definitely collapsed. Two airplanes, three buildings, a 50-story building, uh, one of only three buildings in the history of the world, uh, steel frame buildings, to collapse uh, like this. Uh, it couldn't have happened the way that it was said that it did. Um, so is there going to be real death? Syria, real people died across Syria, at 5 million refugees. Um, with this whole attempt to create a civil war there, uh, you know what we're really looking at, by the way, going to Europe, and it's been going all the way back even to to Benghazi, was this plan who's going to handle being the um, provider of energy to Europe for the next uh, 50, 100 years. And uh, so you got Russia with their pipelines. You've got uh, Saudi Arabia wanted Syria to collapse so they could run pipelines across there and with some Western partners to, be, to make a huge buck. Now you've got Israel and Russia coordinating together off the Lebanon uh, border to develop oil gas fields there and then run a pipeline up through Montenegro and up to Europe. Uh, so there's this question, who's gonna get to be the one to provide that energy? Or is it gonna be compressed natural gas coming from the States going into uh, Northern Europe in these huge uh, ships? so there's this fight over who's gonna control that customer in reality uh to make europe a slave to whoever gets to be the one to provide the energy the world runs on energy energy makes the world go round so the question is who's going to be able to own that and it's not just europe it's also for the united states when when uh uh obama came into office he damaged oil uh access uh cut off the federal lands and uh uh, guys that have been producing wells i had a number of good friends who all of their private drilling operations they shut them down practically nothing because of regulation when president trump came into office within two and a half years we had become an oil exporting country again um everybody said it wasn't possible uh, as soon as uh, the Biden administration comes into office, all of a sudden we're having to import energy again, and we didn't go, and we can't uh, produce enough energy to maintain our own, you know, country here, and we have to buy it from people that don't like us again. So energy is being used as a weapon, and to use your own energy uh, is a problem. You got to go get it from somebody else, and there's people in the middle who get a piece of that there's the banking, there's the currencies that get supported by whose uh, energy you're buying. And uh, you have these global families and groups, political, business, etc., that are working together financial to own the right to uh, sell the product to the consumers and, and get their peace. And uh, this is, it's, it's a type of nation state terrorism that at the end of the day, it's actually families or groups or mobs, criminal elements that are controlling the politicians and the politics uh, that are managing uh, entire countries from behind the curtain to do their bidding, do their will. And uh, uh, this is very dangerous. Uh, to humanity, even this whole idea of Agenda uh, 2021, uh, G- Agenda 2030, um, even the viral attack on the world or the the shots, uh, you know, when you look at that, it appears the purpose was uh, just like the Georgia Guidestones to bring down the population of the planet radically, and then pick and choose who the survivors are. And then to rebuild uh, the planet, you know, like Nero burning down Rome, and then choosing how it gets rebuilt and whose who's image. So when you think of it that way, and you look at an incident like this, um, this this has the opportunity to escalate tit for tat and become more and more serious. Will it be some attack in the Strait of Hormuz on oil? movement if it's going to be energy for energy where does the attack come in the tit for tat does this this pipeline going from Norway to uh Poland get attacked or something similar um I don't think it'll be you know data with uh data pipelines but it could very well be I don't think so myself but but anybody that speculated that's the way that Russia would strike out you know, I I wouldn't say they're wrong either because we'll just have to wait and see.
2: I would like, uh, yeah, for sure. I totally agree. I, I also would like to say that I think it's a mistake if we look at this thing as as nations. Uh, what is Belgium's problems? What is France's problem? What is the US problem? What is, because there is above this whole thing. There's this operation global operation to take over the whole the whole shebang and i think these empires that used to be uh the great british empire these these type of things where you had these families that was uh, sticking out and you could really start to identify them over the years you could see oh there the jp morgan's this and that and that but now it's turned into like these forces are hiding behind multinational corporations that are above nations that are starting to, or have been using, uh, nations as, uh, like, uh, pieces in a, in a chess, on a chessboard. where in the background, like if you look into companies like BlackRock, Vanguard, uh, State Street, I think it's the, the name you got circle as well. It's unbelievable. The, the, power that is concentrated to these companies and we don't even know who's actually behind the scenes here we have the ceo that steps forward and so but these are just faces for the public but who's actually behind them and the financial power behind them that is where where they can control so much without us understanding it like serco that uh, there's uh, most people have never heard of that company you can go to youtube there's one company called uh, one video called uh, it's like a two, three minute video called Cerco, the biggest company you never heard of. But what David got their tentacles into, it's unbelievable when it comes to airports, prison system globally, uh, buses, uh, transportation. They even... Uh, currencies measurement the meter the time that it's what they have their tentacles into and also there's this swedish family i tell you called valen that are unbelievably powerful behind the scenes i really think they are one of the major part in what is called the deep state Uh, Their motto is "sc non vedidi, which is ruling with no visibility. And they have been going on now for six generations behind the scenes, behind. And when you see so many conflicts over many or several hundred years here, they have been in the background controlling where you have people like Soros working for them, Epstein underneath, Robert Maxwell, uh, these types. Um, also, they're the owners of Nasdaq. They they control the electrical power uh, grid in more than 180 countries through their companies. they got Im- immense uh, mining uh, industries. They've got uh, Atlas Copco. They've got uh, Investor. they got where these companies are. It's not always that they own the company, but they control the companies. And through these companies, they can accomplish incredible things without... Us understanding what is actually going on, like this octopus with the tentacles in so many different areas where like this cold winter, you know, they say, oh, prepare for cold winter in Texas. It's not that the infrastructure just suddenly falls over and says, oh, I'm collapsing. No, somebody says that switch there on, off, boom. Now it's cold in Austin. And then when people are starting to really freeze, 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 and starting to understand, oh my God, I need, I'm under pressure. Oh, I'm getting scared here. Boom, switch it on again. There, these are constructed crises to get people to just uh, surrender, and so. I think gas for sure, energy for sure is extremely important, food for sure, the air we breathe for sure, water that we breathe, media, all of these areas are under extreme attack at the moment, and they're trying to combine all of that into one massive fist that will just like knock us out in one go. This winter is what they're trying to, I think, so... God bless us all, and I really hope that uh, I see so many positive things happening where people are getting off-grid, starting communities on their own, growing their own vegetables and preparing for these type of things more and more internationally, more and more in the thousands, at least as far as I can see, uh, so many groups and small little communities are being started with the same intention to get back in balance and in harmony with, with Mother Nature the way it's supposed to be.
0: And uh, so in the somebody just put in the chat and I just looked it up, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow is telling U.S. citizens uh, they should leave immediately. So the escalation that we're we're talking about is is reaching. They're going to blame Moscow. Uh, They're already blaming Moscow for blowing up its own pipeline. It's ridiculous that any fool can see that that's ridiculous. But uh, and we even saw that uh, back in I think it was February. Biden said if Russia invades Ukraine, then Nord Stream is gone. It's like, "What? What do you mean?" It's like, "Isn't that Russia's?" No, we'll we'll make sure it's 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 gone. And uh, you know, we also have I think her name is Val or uh, Victoria Newland. She's basically saying the same thing that you know we're going to take down the Nord Stream three pipeline. So who's really taking it down? You know, they're doing it, and they're trying, or the deep state is doing it, and they're trying to blame Russia. Everything, mm-hmm. like you said, is is russia 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 it's always russia mm. it's been that way for a while now and uh, i think that we're going to see you know trump had a really good relationship with putin and uh it was basically hey don't step over this line you know we're we're both tough guys uh don't don't step over the line but maybe trump took a step back so that putin can could, could go to work i don't know what do you think once you
2: you're muted Juan.
1: Go. I had my mm-hmm. mic off so that it wouldn't uh, annoy Ole, so I apologize there. <laughs> Thank um, you. I don't think that there's the collusion between Trump and Putin or G that some people thought there was. In mm-hmm. fact, Putin calling up 300,000 troops and then putting another 700,000 on notice, that they could be called up on very short notice and then training them in airborne stuff. uh, uh, You know, that's Russia going into a wartime uh, footing. Uh, Xi had a whole division that surrounded his um, uh, residence here a week ago and people got all upset that they thought he'd been taken um, under house arrest or something, which isn't the case at all. Uh, He's moving into a wartime setting and then was purging a number of the people around him who he was concerned had ties to the West that were too um, strong and made them potentially people that would turn uh, against him in what's coming. Uh, both Russia and China are looking at what's going on inside the United States. And it's my opinion that they see that we're about to go into some kind of a, um, a different mode. Uh, my contention is that, uh, you're about to see a move by the folks, there's a challenge between senior executive service, uh, very tied into Circo, who you mentioned, uh, this unbelievably huge company and, uh, uh, the hidden shadow government, uh, every time Cheney had a fake heart attack, that's where he was at, was, uh, doing something with senior executive service this shadow government operation to handle continuity of government between elected um, uh, elections and uh, transfers of power back and forth. And the other side of it is the uh, folks that President Trump uh, sealed up in Cheyenne Mountain March 15th of 2020 uh, who are there to provide uh, continuity government or to rebuild the country if we were under some kind of a massive attack. Uh, both Russia and China see that something is about to happen in America. And Trump challenging uh, uh, Congress saying, I won 2020, put me back in office. Uh, Or if you won't put me back in office directly, uh, put me on the 2022 ballot. Both of those are insurrectionist and seditious statements. The January 6th committee, Congress doesn't have to go back to December and January of 2020 and 2021 um, to say that Trump was leading an insurrection then, which he didn't, or making seditious statements then. He's making currently those statements. And like I've used the analogy of the bullfighter. You have the first round where the people come out and parade around. and You see them in their finery, and finally the bull comes out, Spanish bullfight. You see it with its head high and prancing around ready to go to war. The second act, uh, announced also by a trumpet, is when the horses come out with all their padding, and the picadors are weakening the bull around the shoulders and neck, and its head starts to go lower and lower. And then you enter the matador, uh, in this case, Trump, the megador, and he is waving the mega flag and, and taunting the bull, which is this deep state, uh, in whatever form you want to say it is, and daring them to charge him. Uh, bulls don't run marathons, and so they only have so many charges they can do. They did it with the uh, impeachments and, and everything else. But he's now daring Congress and these deep state players uh, with public sentiment rising against the Biden administration, against some of the things that have happened over the last year and a half with prices and food supply and, and uh, uh, this erosion of purchasing power, and jobs, etc., um, Trump is now daring them to charge him. And I believe they're going to. And I think everybody knows. In fact, I had information that came in uh, just two days ago that further verifies, I believe, that uh, Trump is going to be charged very shortly. And uh, I think he'll get through this weekend with this uh, rally that he's doing, this mega rally up in Michigan, but may not be um, able to talk after that, put under some type of house arrest. And that and that the election uh, for November 8th is uh, because of all these dramas that are coming and escalating by the day, even uh, with Biden, if he's even alive, going through something where they do a 25th amendment. All of those dramas going on in America, I think, uh, cause something to happen where the vote is delayed November 8th. And I believe both Russia and China have concluded that that's the case, and they're getting ready for anything that could happen. Uh, And part of the question is, are they just pieces on the board that some of these monstrous corporations, monetary people, whether it be out of the city of London, or uh, Sweden, or Switzerland, uh, other places around the world where they're maneuvering the people of the world to accept this illusion uh, of a dance leading to war that ultimately wipes out some portion of the population and does exactly what the Georgia Geist said, said, uh, bring down the population by multiple things, by disease, by war, uh, by famine, by freezing, uh, and make it look like it was all naturally occurring, but it was actually a very precisely orchestrated thing um, that was no accident, of civil society at all. It was a very well planned series of events that ultimately result in the destruction of humankind. And the only question I have, you know, Ole, is that uh, while people talk about going off the grid and, and living closer to home and on less and everything else, I don't know that that retreating type of response saves us. It might delay till they get to you. It ultimately doesn't stop them from getting to you. And so uh, the question from my end, if if I'm correct and we're actually about to see uh, something stunning, amazing, starting from here in America with uh, a group rallying around President Trump and uh, with a military response uh, resulting in arresting some of these people here in the United States, primarily involved in this and from the political side and recapturing the flag here in America, um, we would then have a, a beach to work from to go back and attack these monsters in other places around the world. And that's my contention. Uh, we are going to regain control of America It's gonna take about a year and a half with a military presence on the streets. I think it's gonna happen very shortly now. And October is this month where it all comes to a head stunningly, amazingly, radically. Um, But uh, once we get control of America, then we at least have a prayer to go out and provide opposition to these globalist monsters. And they are monsters. Uh, who have been trying to take the world and even using america in that process take the world um, shut it down thin it out burn it down like nero did rome with the idea that they were going to rebuild it in some new image uh agenda 2030 uh, etc to suit their purposes with their families their people their ideals um Uh, And we're just cannon fodder for their, for their operations. Um, But I don't think just going back to nature or hiding out, I don't think you stay safe. You might not feel the effects instantly, but ultimately they'll find you when they've finished with the easy low hanging fruit and, uh, and shut you down too. And, and being off the grid won't save you.
2: I totally agree with you. At the same time, it's the right thing to do. To decentralize, to, you have to start somewhere, and...
1: Uh, oh, and not- by the way, Olaf, you said exactly the word. decentralized because the way they control us is through the centralization of all these things, our various needs. If you move to a less centralized thing, centralization is the key to all of their operations. Mm. So that one word, is so meaningful in, in the way they work to control us versus how we can become less vulnerable to them. So, but anyway, I apologize for interrupting, but I wanted to say that because uh, I think it's so critical.
2: Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. I mean, just like you say, the keyword, they've got certain keywords, it's centralization. That is one keyword through fear. That is the tool to get people to accept centralized power to fewer and fewer and fewer so in my opinion it's just look whatever they try to force us just see what is the exact opposite of what they're trying to get us to do and in this case the solution is decentralization in all areas whatever it is get off get off the grid get out of their of their they've got you by the bolts they think how can you get out you can get out by not following their direction not following their order not following their whatever it is that leads to centralized of whatever it is whatever area it is we have to get off and get back into mother nature get back into our right element out of the grip of these criminals and also to st- hopefully wake people up that are u- doing the dirty work for them i mean you got the whole us military who has been the the violent enforcer of this agenda around the world i mean they are the all of these beautiful individuals in uniform men and women who have been signing up thinking they're doing the right thing and instead have been used as assassins and killers and and mob enforcers in so many different countries with just protecting like drug empires and oils and whatever it is for this same group and so all of us have to look in the mirror and say Am I in some way or form supporting, am I part of working for them without really knowing it? Because all of these operations are totally compartmentalized uh, on a need to know basis. So it's by design that people don't know that they're part of something evil in the banking industry or the legal system or whatever, but they are, we are. The, The ones behind the curtains are so, so few. We are billions, but we are doing it to ourselves. So all of us have to look in the mirror and say, who am I, what the hell am I doing? And what can I do? And then even though, oh, I might lose my pension. Well, you might lose your future for generations to come. Get off your butt and stand up and, and get out of this system. I mean, it's like if you got an automatic gearbox, it only takes one cogwheel to get out. That will just stop the whole thing. And even tanks have gearboxes, you know. In, in the, the Second World War and in Denmark, when it was under occupation, they, they found out that if you pour sugar into the, the diesel tank of a, of a big tiger tank, it can make it come to a full stop. So you had these massive big killing machines that, thought, wow, it took one spoonful of sugar. So we just have to be clever and see how can we stop this machine? It is a machine. And it's a very sophisticated machine that has been built up for many, several, many generations, refining this whole control system that we need to get out of. We need to get out of it. Otherwise, it's game over. I tell you that. So it's like decentralizing of whatever area. Get out. Get out of this grip. That's the way out. And part of it a starting point for many is to get out back into nature, out of the cities, become more independent, start growing your own food, food that can actually nourish your body instead of poison it. it, That would be a good start as well. Don't take the drugs, don't take the vaccines, don't go to the hospitals or slaughterhouses with being labeled now more and more. You know, it's just you inform yourself and then empower yourself by purifying your mind get some balls, get some backbone and said, I'm not doing it. I'm just not, my consent, no way in hell is that going to happen. I am not going to do whatever you tell me to do. I'm just not doing it. It doesn't matter if I'm a general a soldier or tax enforcer to whatever that are based on absolute no laws whatsoever, tax laws, all of these things just to have to come to an end and we're people start seeing what would be the purpose of banning firewood and when the winter is coming that is just evil so whoever is trying to do it that person cannot be trusted anymore i'm, I'm going to hold him resp- personally responsible for taking these decisions and enforcing them the same with doctors enforcing these p- weapons of mass destruction into innocent children and women i mean it's horrendous we just have to stop Stop it. Stop it. Nurses, police officers, you name it, all of us have to sort of really start looking at ourselves and see what am I doing? What am I actually part of? And if you are part of this thing, stop it. Stop it. And you could be the cogwheel that stops this whole thing. If you are in the right position and you get out or you use your the, your knowledge from the inside of this gearbox to go out and say, this and I'm so, so sorry, but this is what I've been part of. I Maybe I knew, maybe I didn't, maybe I was just uh, seducted by greeds and big money and titles or whatever, but this is what I've done. I'm really, really sorry, but now I will stand up for humanity and I will just stop it and use the knowledge to, to do everything I can to expose it so that we can make this come to an hold and then transcend into a beautiful, beautiful future, which I think is very, very close if we handle this thing in a in the right way and in my way that is a nonviolent but absolute fearless absolute no bullshit way just stand up in what is true and right and hallelujah baby here we come who knows what is going to happen
1: yeah. well you know yeah. let me just Sorry. let me just add one thing you know i um there are people that are trying to do that so uh uh just in the last few days uh i was uh, speaking with people who are leaving um, uh, Pfizer, and they just quit very high-paying jobs months and months ago, and have changed their countries, and uh, are just going off the grid. Uh, they see what they were part of. They were the these are medical people. And they believed that they were doing something important and good mm. and have since changed their mind. And uh, uh, there is danger for them, I believe. I think it's a valid thing. Uh, but they've decided that they will not be part of it any further and they're trying to withdraw. Uh, for some people, you might say, well, they're late to the game to figure this out. But the illusions are very strong. People in the industry you know were very you know thought they were doing the right thing i had a doctor i dealt with just uh, uh about a week and a half ago and he's now extremely remorseful over all the uh, uh, uh jabs that he did and follow-ups um, but he also experienced difficulties himself and now he understands he believed it enough that he was doing exactly what he believed it wasn't like he was doing it maliciously, but he feels very, very misled. In every area of society, including politicians, many of them felt that they were doing the right thing. They got sold a bill of goods by uh, lobbyists and things like that. And now we're seeing the end results of some of these government paid for programs and things like that. So uh, how do we um, get this under control? unfortunately myself personally i don't think that the average citizen that they will be able to band together adequately the monster's too big it's too powerful it's too embedded and that's why i believe that what's about to happen with this um uh operation that is a military operation about to uh flip and take a different direction on this that's the only answer that would be adequate uh to try to recapture um some control and it's gonna have to be done here in america uh if we can get america back on track uh, uh get a beachhead here then we have a prayer uh, globally if we're not able to get that beachhead here in america i think You're just buying yourself some time till they finally get to you, whether it be a few years or a decade, um, they're coming. And uh, if you're off the grid, doing your own thing, uh, it just means you're out of the way for the time being when they finally do come for you. Doesn't matter you're off the grid, they're, they're gonna get you this centralized monster. The only thing big enough to actually attack back is this component of the military that actually has been locked up inside cheyenne mountain and that group that's that's surrounded that uh, uh for here in america and it's an extreme view it's a bizarre way of looking at it i i totally get just how disconnected from reality that sounds to the average person um but I think circumstances and even way, the way that Russia and China are reacting right now in getting their military uh, position sorted out, uh, this thing's escalating. Uh, the next you know, couple of months are going to be epic because the fight's on. And uh, the visible side of that here in America is that which is around President Trump uh, as a figurehead but the actual machine is is not Trump. He's the visible side, he's the matador in the field, but there's a whole stadium operation here that's much more orchestrated uh, in pushing back against this deep state SES operation. So we'll see, um, but I think the the fight's on, this is life and death, and even this, this situation with the Nord Stream um, is part of this escalating moment that will continue to escalate all the way up to the threat of nuclear war in a Cuban missile crisis type of a vein over the remainder of the year and probably to a great extent just over October, uh, without even considering the whole year. So that's, that's my personal viewpoint.
0: Yeah. You know, I think that, uh, you know, there's many of us, I did a show last night with, uh, scott mckay and uh david rodriguez and we had mel Kay come in now she said that she was with a bunch of military types in dc and they were high high ranking people and they were saying that we're done with this we're we're done with this bullshit and so there is there is a momentum that's moving in the direction that we're talking about uh, i think the average citizen like like juan is talking about is is there's no way they can get involved in this they they have no clue uh but the more that we inform people at least they will understand and they will support any way that they can. So uh, guys like me, you know, have military background. If, if needed, we could step in and help. Mm -hmm. There's lots of people that would want to get involved and help out in any way, shape or form, because it it is a, a, it's a national emergency. And I think that people will start to understand that. So both of you have been, uh, you know, exceptional in, um, revealing, you know, this, this information that, that helps people, to stay, you know, current and and understand what's going on in the world and to wake up to it. So, Ole, what do you what do you what do you see coming uh, in the in the near future? Because we're we're looking here in America, like Juan is talking about, it's just, it's it's moving to a military situation.
2: I want to say, when it comes to the U.S., uh, I have never seen a solution coming from the U.S. that is not violent. So. Uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, It has messed up a lot in the world. So try it again. Has it worked? No. So do it again. But I mean, if you do the same thing, the same solution to the same problem over and over again with the same result and you keep doing it, that's called stupidity. Nothing personal. I mean, I totally see the logic in it and I see that would be the easy The easy way out of this is to meet violence with violence. And maybe that is the way, I don't know. But at the same time, I want to go back to these doctors and so on and that are now resigning and they're remorseful. I'm contacted by doctors as well. They sit crying, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. So what are you going to do about it? Well, I resign, I'm hiding now because, uh, you know, my pension, I'm going to lose this. That's so not okay. They have been part of creating this problem. They have been part of hurting people. I don't care if they didn't know about it. Their information was out there. It would be their responsibility to inform themselves. What they can do now is step forward, become whistleblowers, get some backbone once again, get the truth out there and say, because these are the people that so-called ordinary people trust. They trust people in these white robes with titles and so on. So when these type of whistleblowers step up, it has an effect and there's this beautiful video it's called how to start uh, how to start a movement it's from a rock concert it's like an amateur film rock uh, festival somewhere and people are sitting down watching the music having a good time and then this guy stands up starts dancing he's the only guy that is dancing there and he looks like a boiling frog i mean this dude cannot dance whatsoever and people are laughing pointing at him you know look at this stupid fool my god what a man you know but he does not care he's just standing in his truth and just doing his thing okay that's one person nothing happens he's ridiculed he's uh, but he's doing his thing then suddenly number two steps up this dude Can't never seen a dance school in his whole life. It looks awful, it looks funny, but suddenly these two are dancing with each other. People are still laughing. Then number three comes up, and things suddenly there's a change. It's not the first one that makes the difference, it's not the second, it's the third one because suddenly they are a small little group. And then after number three, all of them, they're just doing their thing and people are, ha, ha, ha. Not so much anymore, though, because suddenly number four comes, five, six, seven. Within a few minutes, all of them are dancing. Hundreds of people are dancing because suddenly they fear of being left outside. The person being ridiculed are suddenly the ones sitting, being left out. And so this is exactly how a movement is started. you its It's not, you can't say, well... We need millions of people to wake up. No, you need to do your thing. Just focus on that one. The only one you can change is you. Do your thing and inspire with your bravery, your courage. I'm not hiding my face. I've been standing like this for years and years and years. Is it dangerous? Hell yes. Hell yes. I've had people dying around me. We moved countries twice. I had to immigrate my family twice, twice. Because of what? Have I had any personal gain in this at all? Have I ever been paid for it? No. Have I done thousands of interviews? Yes. Have I been threatened? Yes. Have I, whatever. I've been through it. Have they tried to kill me multiple times? Am I still here? Yes. Why am I doing it? I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do. My heart says, do it. Do it. Yeah, but I'm scared. Do it. and. And so I do it. Sometimes I freak out. Sometimes I get sad and depressed, whatever. Am I still doing it? Yes. So is that inspiring other people? Apparently, because that is what people tell me. Thank you so much for doing it. Now I feel that I'm inspired to do it. So you doctors who are under the pillow now crying and saying, I'm so sorry for killing multiple people that are not even dead yet, but that's the faith that, that is waiting them get off your butt and stand up and say, come out with what you've been doing. I mean, okay, you didn't know it. Fair enough. But now your duty is to stand up and share from the inside of these killing machine, what is going on so we can stop it. Same with military people, generals. I mean, Many of these people in the military, they think that their commanders are loyal to them because they are loyal to the commanders. I tell you, you are empty uniforms to these individuals. When things shifts, you and they don't need you anymore, it's chop, chop, chop. Study history, that is what's happening. It doesn't matter how many medals you have. It's even worse for you the more powerful you are, because then you become a threat to them. So the time has come. The one you've been waiting for is you. It's you. Don't wait for Trump or Biden or some CGI individual that might not even exist. The person you have been waiting for is you. Get off your butt. Stop whining. Start shining. And get some backbone and make a difference. Make a difference for the sake of... It's like... For 40 years I've been saying, hello, hello, something is gonna happen, hello, hello. And now, and people have been looking at me like this, I'm not the only one, many people have been doing the same thing. Now there's a flamethrower under your butt. You have to start reacting. So the thing is what to do, become a coward. You can choose that, it's an easy way out. Hide under the bed. Are they gonna get, come and get you as well? Yes. Go off grid and hide. Are they gonna come and get you? Just like Juan says, yes, they will. If you are a coward. But I'm not saying bravery doesn't mean that you have to kill and 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 harm other people. Bravery is to stand up in what is right and true, even if it's shit scary, and just say, I do not obey. I do not consent. I'm not doing it. Whatever you tell me, I'm not doing it. I am not doing it. And then. Purify your mind, come from the heart and just do whatever situation, choose the right thing in whatever situation is presented to you. And hopefully there's a way out of this because logically we're doomed, we're screwed. But if you ask my heart, oh my God, we're in for a massive, incredible ride and with an immense, incredible future for all of us. But we have to step up, get off your butt.
0: Yes. So Juan, we, we know we have, uh, you know, some, you, I think maybe have known him, Bill Cooper, behold, a uh, pale horse, you know, you you visit his, his grave, uh, in that excellent film you did. Yeah.
1: He was a friend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. And so, you know, he basically was telling it, like we're talking about, we're all trying to tell everybody, Hey, you gotta watch this stuff. This is what's coming. And, you know, they, they took him out. So uh, it's, it's, it's a rough road. At what point do you think that, you know, um, you know, enough information gets out there that we can turn this corner? Are we there?
1: Well, from my perspective, <clears throat> and you got to understand, I have tremendous respect for uh, what Ole has done. He has uh, survived and stayed in this game for a very long time. Uh, as long as almost anybody. And um, when you go back to how he came into um, talking about this and seeing the uh, false flags and explaining those, uh, how they were blamed on certain people that it it just couldn't have happened the way it was said. Uh, And of course, a false flag is what? It's, it's, It's one group doing something, but trying to make it look like Somebody else's group did it. So they're flying under a false flag, an illusion in order to try to fool the public and cause them to react in a way that they wouldn't react if if they knew the true people behind some kind of an action. Um, With that in mind, we're at this bizarre moment where, um, uh, in my opinion, The game is so advanced now that at the citizen level, uh, the individual or even good sized groups resisting against a large government, you know, uh, use Gandhi as an example and uh, uh, oppose the whole British empire. Um, But that passive um, attitude, Uh, Just being, you know, bringing everything to a stop. Um, You know, it's been said that it used to be that, uh, you know, you, it was very hard to control a million people. Um, It it just was very difficult. Uh, Now it's easy to control a million people if you have the bomb. Uh, the scale, the ability for a small group to control a very large group, um, even with this threat that's going on right now, we're being threatened with nuclear weapons, use of nuclear weapons to scare the living daylights out of everybody, that the only one that can bring solution to this is at a government level. And the reality is that uh, people have banded together over a very long time realized that uh, it was going to take uh, real weapons, weapons of war, but not to use them prematurely. Within this group that invited Trump to run, that's been around for a very long time, um, they have worked uh, tirelessly to rally a large group of the citizenry to understand the fight, that they were being used as cannon fodder, that they were being lied to in huge ways to manipulate society. And now uh, society's woken up to a point where, um, if in fact I'm correct, and we're about to see certain actions taken to recapture the flag to recapture control of America because uh, interlopers have come in and seized the um, mechanisms of power, the control room of the ship, if you will, uh, the helm of the ship. Uh, If in fact, we're about to have a face-off to re-grab that, that ultimately the least amount of deaths or harm, will be done in this period. Uh, It won't be perfect, but uh, it's, it's going to be the cleanest that it could be under these types of circumstances. The alternative is for America specifically, and I'm talking about here at home, not the whole world right now. Uh, we're on the brink of a civil war. We were on the brink of a civil war back when Trump was being asked to sign the Insurrection Act. Lincoln signed the Insurrection Act and it led to a civil war in America with the military being deployed. Mm -hmm. I believe this moment, it's about the uh, civil war almost breaking out right at the leading edges of it in this election period coming up on November 8th. And the military ultimately being deployed to stop a civil war, not to start it, and uh, and then the appropriate arrests of those people that have participated in uh, stealing uh, the government, to control the government away from the citizens through these manipulated votes and the machines, etc. Um, you know, uh, time will tell. If I'm correct, I believe I am, but I could be living in a bubble. I could be in my own illusion. Um, uh, but that it's a natural thing, just as Bill Cooper said, uh, people with money and uh, power, they tend to want to have more of it. It's never enough. And they, they collude, they, they work together for their own interests, and and they become these mega powers wanting to rule the world. Is the individual going to be adequate to the task to tear that down or to ignore it? And the reality is, uh, ignoring it or trying to fight it at the individual level, you're just a nail sticking up. They'll beat that nail down, and you're not going to stop them. Uh, It will take a much more sophisticated, organized thing. And that's exactly what you have. People of conscience who realize that they need to do something, stand up and be counted, have in fact organized behind the scenes, have taken a very coherent um, position, and it would be similar to Valkyrie. in World War II, where uh, German uh, military and uh, business people uh, came together to try and bring the war to an end and to stop Hitler. Uh, Before the war, it was the White Rose Society and intellectuals trying to stop Hitler from moving forward uh, in the academic community, and uh, they ended up just getting run over, crushed, wiped out. Um, We are right on principle. We are right that a horrible evil is being done to America and the world. And in fact, America is being used as a tool to, uh, especially militarily, to uh, bring the whole world into some kind of subjugation, Mm -hmm. some kind of planned Uh, slavery and even genocide uh, and that were being used by people who've been manipulated, put in positions of power and authority. Um, uh, This moment is about some of the people who've worked very hard to get in just the right position to have some collective effect with some of that machinery tough enough, big enough, strong enough to actually oppose that group that's in power, it won't be bloodless, and it won't be without some strain, but you have to fight back, and at a certain point, um, it it takes a certain level of technology and and, and military in order to get it, it's the only way at this point, Uh, that's, that's you know, where I'm at and I think that we've reached that moment where it's about to all come together. We're in that moment where this all gels. I don't think this is going to take a year. You're going to see most all of this ester moment flip occur literally over the next couple of months. There will be uh, a year or two of, with a military presence on the streets in America just like after world war 2 you had the wolf packs in germany that were still trying to cause disruption and so you had a presence of military on the streets for uh, about 3 years in europe while they were cleaning up all these small groups of of uh, you know nazi sympathizers etc weren't happy, the fact that they you know, had signed away the war and thought they could still win. Um, you're going to have a presence of military in the streets here in America, but I believe the flip is coming and it's going to be very dramatic. It sounds almost um, like a sci-fi movie or a bad James Bond movie, the way I describe it, but I believe that that's actually what, in fact, is about to happen, and that the men and women who are part of that operation To bring us to that point are precisely the kinds of people that uh, Ole is describing, Uh, people of conscience who are putting it all on the line to recapture control of the ship from monsters who are currently in control, who have no value for humanity, um, and just see us as a roadblock to their world domination, like a, a James Bond film.
0: Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality.
2: I would like to say I totally agree with you when it comes to that. I think also it's going to happen very soon. We're coming to... It's escalating into something where something will happen. A major shift will happen, hopefully for the better. My intention is totally that this is going to be it, where we're going to manage somehow to just transcend this whole thing. How it's going to go down, who knows? But I also think within the next few months, we're going to see a major, major shift in the world. But yeah, I also... I also think that uh, there's, uh, there was this guy, you mentioned him before, Mahatma Gandhi, who were the this country called India, the most, I mean, if you've seen a crazy country when it comes to uh <laughs> traffic and whatever. I mean, how could anyone unify a a nation like that? Unbelievable. But there we had this guy called Gandhi, he had hardly any teeth, he couldn't he couldn't hardly see anything, no hair. He was, uh, you know, normally more or less without clothes, no army, no titles, no government behind him, no financing behind him. And still, through the strength of this spirit and and his mindset, they managed to get the great British empire to back off and say, thank you so much, and we're going home. How is that possible? Absolutely incredible. It's David and Goliath, but on a, and without a single shot being fired, the the fighting came afterwards in Pakistan and so on. But nonviolent, when you look at it, it's against all odds, against all logic, and it happened. But also, Mahatma was sad sometimes, and he said, you know, sometimes when when I despair, I look at history and I see empires have come and gone, dictators have come and gone, and they have looked invincible for a while, and then at certain points in time, they have destroyed itself from the inside. All of these empires have self-destructed from the inside because of the corrupted mindset of who was behind this whole thing. Now we're in a situation where they look absolutely invincible. I mean, when you look at the odds are absolutely stacked against us with technology and AI and whatever, we're screwed, screwed, screwed. I tell you, the game ain't over till it's over. It is not over till it's over. So until you can't, you you cannot almost drown. Either you survive or you drown. You can't almost drown. And until it's game over, I tell you what I am for sure for one for sure totally focused on transcending this into an absolute amazing future for all of us how it's going to go down who knows but there is this magic in world as well where where goodness and purity has this incredible power and love as a as a force over evil This is an old theme. It's been going on forever and ever. Now it's just a new digital version of the same story that we've been watching for thousands of years. But here we have a possibility, I think, where humanity is at a point unprecedented, unprecedented. We're pushed into a corner where we're at a point where we can transcend this in a completely new way. Because if we... Check out history again, if you're gonna go into what is called a revolution, that means revolving. It means repeating itself. So many times the people have been standing up, chopping the head of former dictators, chop, 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 thank you, and problem solved. No, sorry, because what happens just a few years down the line, the freedom fighters that have not been able to handle power and, and fortune, when they get into this position, they become even more corrupt Than the people before them so that is not a that is not a solution either so we have to take the power back and really start looking at ourselves in the mirror and start working with ourselves on the inside and with our actions on the outside so i say bless us all and hallelujah baby we're in for a ride i can tell you that it's not going to be boring
1: absolutely so you know, let me let me just add one thing there, Ole. And I, I apologize there, uh, uh Michael. I just I, I wanted to kind of you know, part of the context, you know, I was over in India uh, a while back and, and got to see uh some of the museums and stuff. They're very simple, uh detailing uh Mahatma Gandhi's um work, his travels. Uh these are not, you know, uh high dollar New York museums. They're they're pretty uh uh pretty basic. simplistic. Yeah, pretty basic. But yet I, I took a tremendous amount of time. I really did enjoy read every single line on every picture and absorbed it and everything. It was just uh it was for me, um, I actually enjoyed it tremendously, even as as much as it was from a Western standpoint, very uh, rudimentary. Um, and the displays and the way that they did it. Uh, but with that in mind, one of the things that goes through my mind, I, I had uh, someone who I dealt with a few months ago, and it, it re-solidified um, in my mind the reason why there has to be a a, something more sophisticated coming against these people. Uh, I was dealing with a young girl, um, who, uh, had been trafficked and, uh, she was trafficked from the time that she was before she even had memory practically, you know, she was, you know, very, very little. And, um, she was recounting other girls that were no longer here that had died along the way. And she figured she was only one of about a dozen that survived um, in her of the ones that she knew from way early. And, uh, you know, what she described was something where she did everything she could to survive. She couldn't fight the people who were doing this to her, there was no running away, there was nowhere to run. Uh, she was completely at their mercy. She was passive in order to survive, and um it was only because a military force came and overran that situation and b- broke her free that she became free. She would never she would probably have died herself in that situation. The fact of the matter was was that she didn't have the strength, the size, or the numbers to overcome this. It took something else bigger. And uh, she was thankful for those that were sent to uh, get her and free her and, and a handful of other people. And the reason I say that is because even at the societal level now, um, you know, back at the time of Eisenhower when he uh, said, beware of the military-industrial complex. Um, maybe then the people could have overturned this, pushed it back, got it to some level. But it's grown so much now. It's so deep. We would have to say, beware of the military, industrial, political, media, um, Hollywood, uh, social media, uh, you know, 10 other terms, uh, because every direction you go, the financial, they've got you cornered. And like that, that little girl, even though she'd become an adult in that system, that she didn't have the wherewithal, the means, the tech, anything to break free, um, the, 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 the control, even mentally, was so complete that here in Western society, uh, I don't know that it's possible, even with some kind of a resistance thing, to marshal enough people to actually get it. You know, one of the things I've talked about, Ole, and, and you may or may not have heard me talk about this in '98, um, there was a paper written to write out the mechanics of a proposal to uh, create a social media um observation and control system over at darpa it was funded and in 99 they got hundred million dollars for five years uh, they called it lifelog and developed that platform in 2004 february 4th, 2004 lifelog was shut down which was a defense advanced research program project literally a militarized um uh, foray into the social media uh, at noon on the same day, Facebook bo- Facebook was created. So, while well, to all the world, Mark Zuckerberg and the Winklevoss twins invented, created, developed Facebook, that's a complete, total fabrication. It's a knowable fabrication um, uh, that was created in the defense industry, and then put out to the public as though it was just uh, organic and and a good idea when it was actually a militarized entrance into the social media, the conversations to control how people think and look at things and to shut down conversation in various places where they didn't want to go by social peer pressure. So that even from a peer pressure standpoint, your thoughts to act or operate, rebel, or cooperate are being manipulated uh, by AIs and other things. Um, Even Zuckerberg himself, we talk about are these people alive or not? I've contended that Zuckerberg is actually just wearing a mask, that we have a couple of different Zuckerbergs, and that's got a lot to do with his odd appearance. Even his wife is worth more than he is. And and as a Chinese national, it's quite bizarre. Um, So, with that in mind, if you look at it from the standpoint that this huge social media platform is a DARPA operation, a few individuals, we may decide not to use Facebook and use other platforms that other people build to try and and they're out there I have my own but you're up against money that's almost incomprehensible Uh, uh, even when Facebook started they ended up getting defense contracts for tracking people and and they had an inside game going the whole way you could never compete as an average business with the monster that is Facebook because behind the scenes it's a, a well funded Coordinated militarized operation out of DARPA uh, to control not just uh, the thoughts and ideas of Americans, but people all over the world. And then uh, beyond that, we come up to this last election, and Zuckerberg uh, is the one that put a half a million or half a billion dollars out for the drop boxes as those he's trying to help because of the uh, pandemic. But in reality, uh, if this is a militarized operation and they're pulling the strings and it's a total falsehood that Zuckerberg created it, then whoever controlled him to get him into the business uh, or controls the person that we call Zuckerberg, whatever you know, group or entity that really is behind the scenes, uh, they also moved in to control our elections. Uh, Uh, to push them a particular direction uh, so that even your vote, you can, to all the world, it looks like it's an honest vote. It's not an honest vote. It was cooked and it was a militarized operation to make sure they got their person in power and uh, somebody else not in power that didn't suit their purposes. So with that in mind, the power, the strength of the illusions and the magnitude of the illusions Um are so great that you almost can't trust even your judgment it almost has to, you almost have to have an isolated separated military mind and group to address these things because it's so pervasive it's so deep that a a passive response is probably just the response of that child and all of their friends It's just a matter of time till they get to you and they've already gotten plenty and then you're the next one uh, that's meat on the table. Um, In this advanced moment, the devil, the demons won't back off because of embarrassment or social pressure or whatever. You're just another sheep in the herd from a societal standpoint on their way to taking over the whole planet. There will be blood. There will be conflict. It will not be easy. And then the people that are bringing this to a head right now are doing so as carefully as possible to have the least... uh, You can't destroy America to save it. You can't destroy the American citizens to save them. The cure can't be worse than the disease. But that said, it may take a certain level of fight to regain your freedom from these monsters that have the shackles on us halfway and are just trying to get the last shackle on so that you'll never get free and we've only got one hand free either fight as hard as you can with what you have available that's that's i guess the context of where i see us and the ability to do it in a gandhi manner may already have passed and it's 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 going to be something different if we're if we're to break free is is my only uh, personal concern yeah
0: i think it's going to be like a jedi way so it's going to be like you're gandhi and a warrior so jedi yeah (laughs) yeah
2: but but look at the samurais i mean one of the one of the rules for a samurai i mean he was a, a a killer but one of the rules were also politeness and kindness so it's just like you say it's like Violence might sometimes be the solution, but with the right mindset behind it. it's the mindset behind it, the intention I think is crucial and I also think instead of trying to deal with all the symptoms in the form of Facebook or whatever it is, these are only symptoms of this power behind it. Go for the roots. I mean they they're not secret. I mean many we don't know the real. Maybe the, the exact few that are pulling these things from the top or the bottom, whatever the, the pyramids is upside down, which I believe it is, but go for the route, go for, you know, pinpoint groups like the Bilderberg Group, the uh, Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Club of Rome, the World Economic Forum, the Young Global Leaders, just by if you Pinpoint them and control them take over sometime if you go military wise if you pinpoint them a lot of the mayhem will come to and stop like boom like that instead of down on a street level trying to fix and do and whatever it's never going to happen you have to go for the for the root of the problem that is my
1: opinion yeah I, I, I totally 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 agree with you. you have to go at the heart of the hydra Um, just lopping off heads. they will just keep growing heads and uh, uh, doing something at the street level is, uh, is actually self-destructive. You're not going to, if America goes to some kind of kinetic civil war, uh, um, neighbor against neighbor, we're done. It's over. It doesn't matter. You have to go at the actual monsters that are pulling these strings behind the scenes. And it's not, unknown it's not hidden we know who these groups are and how they work they're actually very open about it Mm -hmm. and uh those uh secret handshake groups those groups deciding how the politics or the government agencies are run and yet they're acting as though they're just um citizen advisory things, uh, you know, for some global thing, you know, this young global leaders thing. I mean, it's it's horrible. You know, who's deciding they're going to be in control of us? It's it's it's, it's painful. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to go at those uh, and also those foundations that operate in a tax-free environment while we're all taxed to death. And yet they're run by these same groups um, with agendas that are uh, really, against the nations that they're working in, it's not just anti american it's anti you know every country in the world practically they're they're these are actually people that are clinically insane in many cases as far as i'm concerned and 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 they're the, the way that they think and operate is really indefensible mm-hmm.
2: do, you know, do you know I spoke to chip a CIA whistleblower, who is the He was the commander of George uh, Bush's secret hit team, Pegasus. He was the commander who was part of taking out 14 people. He was also the pilot for Richard Nixon and all the presidents up to George Bush Senior. I mean, he uh, was—he is uh, a serious heavyweight in this area. And I asked him, a
1: great guy. Great guy. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, Chip, uh, I, I like him a lot as well. Anyway, so Chip, uh, I asked him about the mindset behind these things because I said, it I, don't, I just don't get it. What is the th- whole big thing about power and control? I don't get it behind what is driving these forces. And he said, the only reason you don't understand it is because you're not a psychopathic killer. If you were, these things would make perfect sense to you. And there you go. So it's like, I just gave up trying to understand. I just felt, okay, fine. I know we're up against pure evil. That's it. And then we just have to deal with it. So, uh, yeah. Well, and and
1: actually you nailed one other thing there too, Ole. Uh, I've said it a number of times, but I think it bears repeating. As soon as you try to make sense of evil, you've already lost Mm -hmm. the game. Uh, Evil by its very nature, is illogical. Hell is a place where logic does not exist. So part of the, the pain of hell is the uh, illogic of it. And even the way that these people operate in this world, it's a very hellish nature. It lacks any real logic. Uh, in a world of love, mm. uh, so much of what they do uh, the greed, the avarice, the the pain they inflict um, uh, for very short term pleasure or whatever is uh, is at its core um, uh, like evil itself, illogical. Mm-hmm. So when you are trying to work a deal, make sense, um, come to an agreement, okay, let's work through this. You're presuming that you're dealing with people who are motivated um, in the normal uh, sense with some level of love, gratitude, uh, God, fearing godliness or something like that. And the reality is that uh, these are psychopaths. Mm -hmm. And in many ways, they do not regard the pain or suffering of others in any regard. They're, 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 they have a killer attitude. And so uh, it's survival of the fittest. And uh, we're just um, the cannon fodder stuff in the way there to be used to accomplish their purposes. So you can't let yourself fall into the trap of thinking that we can just have a sit down, logical conversation and get to right answers. In many cases, that's just not mm. in the cards with these people we're dealing with at all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that the the people that need to take these people out are the people like I was trained. So they have to be very, very uh, well trained, They have to be focused. Uh, I understand a lot of those people. I've been around a lot of those people and I know there's, there's people that can, you know, handle that situation. Not everybody can. So I think it's a more surgical move. Uh, like, like we are talking about Juan, as far as like, you're not cutting the heads off, you're going for the heart. So it takes a different type of uh, mentality to go for, go for the heart rather than just lopping off heads. Anyone can lop off heads going for the heart. It takes a very, very keen focus. Well, and, and then the other thing is
1: as you're doing this, if you're on the good guy's side, There is the concern of collateral damage. How do you do what has to be done with the least amount of collateral damage? You can't, the cure can't be worse than the disease. And so, in these weeks and months ahead, um, uh, if we say that there's a a design around all of the things that have led to this moment uh, and the possibility that Trump is about to be a participant in some kind of a reversal or a flip that has been engineered um, something that he was invited to assist on and join. If we're about to, because it's not a one-man thing, if we're about to see the culmination of years of effort and planning in order to go in and And go after the Hydra, the Spectre, the Deep State, the monsters in this James Bond film. um, Will they have taken adequate precautions and measures to have the least number uh, of collateral damage uh, victims? And, um, you know, remembering too that this is a hearts and minds thing. Uh, In reality, if you don't bring all of the public with you in this solution, then and they don't understand, then you're probably going to fail because this is a numbers game also. Part of what happened with uh, Mahatma Gandhi was that the numbers were with him, and uh, he defeated them because the people uh, eventually came together in such numbers that there was no winning against the people and that's the situation we're here in in america precisely are the numbers adequate that uh we don't end up with civil war i've said you have to have 80 plus percent on the same page doesn't mean trump people it means people that understand that something has become damaged and captured so severely that we have to take back control, and you avoid a civil war because the remaining less than 20%, half of them may be militant, um, maybe psychopaths, maybe, you know, vested and sold into a particular idea. But the other half, when they realize that that the vast majority are not with them. They might not join them, but they do disappear into the woodwork. So you're really dealing with less than ten percent probably that are purely militant to hold the position they're in. And that's a number where on the numbers, the vast majority of, of society here in America can rake, you know, reel that in and retake control of the ship and begin to, you know, get us on the right path again. And um, uh, if you don't have that number in agreement, you probably have civil war. If you've got 15 or 20% of the people that are ready to go to war, you're going to have a civil war. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be unbelievable. We cannot do that. Uh, We have to have overwhelming numbers. And then in a spirit of peace, we can just, stop the the rest cold in their tracks because we just outnumber them so much if i'm going to get to a gandhi type resolution as these next things happen within the american society it will be a more peaceful and a more stable solution because everybody's in agreement you know and it'll be on various issues they might not all agree exactly on the same issue just that government Highly centralized government, Washington D.C. specifically, has gone off the rails. So one person it's the eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. The other person it's the high gas prices. Another person it's the attitude on um, uh, beginning to allow for kids to become transgenders when they're preteen, you know, uh, and and they're going to start transing them as preteens doing permanent damage to their bodies. And we're supposed to accept that. There may be 50 issues, but they all look back towards a highly centralized federal uh, government that's gone completely off the rails. If we can get the government under control here in America, then we can go out and help people in other countries around us that are friends and not to you know, reign over them like we have been doing and control them uh, not to be our brother's keeper, but instead to be our brother's brother. And that's the the hope that I would have for America. We get our get our own house in order and then we help with our neighbors, you know, get the oxygen mask on you and then help the person seat beside you uh, to go out and push back on these globalist uh, maniacs that are completely insane trying to capture and enslave the world, uh, as has been done
0: numerous times in history. Well, gentlemen, absolutely. Both of you guys are giants in this, you know, disclosing information and uh, helping people see the bigger picture. So how can uh, people reach you, Juan? Uh, I see you're you got one of your awesome cups. I, I I think I'm gonna have to get one of those. That looks good. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's actually. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's not very well lit here, but uh, uh, the uh, Mega Cubed cup and um, over at uh, my site uh, 107daily.com, they've got those. In fact, uh, the uh, they're supposed to post it maybe tonight or tomorrow. But the uh, second edition of my book that has Milani on the back, uh, those are going up. In price uh, pretty steeply here in a, uh, about two and a half weeks and uh, so they're still there they have a sale or something going on there before the price jumps um, I won't reprint those but the ones that are there uh, they're getting kind of down in, in the numbers and we're getting ready for the third edition coming up shortly and then um, uh, the Jennifer has the stuff with like the McAfee uh, uh, shirt and cups that you've seen and I think we sent you one and and uh, yeah. I just had somebody that got one of the prints and he has a he's he's actually one of the largest um accounting firms in the world and he put it on his wall in his office He thought it was the greatest thing so you know uh, that that McAfee print is just it's it's actually pretty compelling so uh but Jennifer has a bunch of stuff over it's JenniferMac.com uh, so a couple of places there if people have stuff so
0: yeah. We'll put the, uh, the links in, uh, I'm going to put this over on rumble. So the links will go on this uh, private show and then, uh, over on uh rumble as well. And Ole, man, both of you guys are amazing together. This was, I think it an epic show. Glad we got hey, you guys together. Ole, I, I, to. I don't
1: know this. <laughs> I don't know this. Do you have, uh, I know that in the past you've had a place where we could donate to you. And I'd like to, uh, uh, send you a little something uh okay. how do i how do i do that I, Juan, I, Juan, I, Juan.
2: that would be amazing i tell you because financially this is the it's tricky at the moment my website is light on conspiracies.com that's plural light on conspiracies.com or damagar.com goes to the same website it's a website it's the size of the uh, yeah, uh, It's massive. You can spend like five years there and still find stuff. I've, there's more than 1,100 interviews that I've done over the years and mm-hmm. podcasts and webinars and uh, you name it. I mean, it's just absolutely packed there. I've got an, a newsletter also that I come out with uh, once a month where I really try to uh, pack it with information, where I show on images so people can see for themselves. So it's not something I'm trying to push on anyone. I'm just saying this is uh w- what i predicted because i predicted so many of these this is how i predicted it and that's when it happened this is how it went. just like with michael jaco here if you remember i pointed out that the capital uh general six things was going to happen I, I i told you like yeah. one week before it's going to happen please be aware because you're going to be there and boom it went down so I'm I'm showing how to spot these things and be part of stopping them as well. And that's the whole
1: thing. But well, I want I mean, to point- I've been over on your site just for people listening. If if you haven't looked at stuff that Ole has done in the past, and I haven't looked, I've been in the thick of battle for a bit, and so I apologize on that, Ole, but the material on your site is as good as anything anywhere on the uh, internet has ever existed. And your analysis, the detail, um, uh, things that I've found in what you've done have helped me in, in my work uh, over and over again. So I mean, I have a debt of gratitude to you for the um, the granularity, the, the minutiae where you have found little details that skipped past everybody else and then you cast a big net because you have people that have been following you who then use you as a nexus for presenting their information things that they see so you have this um band of people around you that have have been uh, uh providing stuff you're this nexus and i have really really benefited by that always tremendously that so you know my hat's off to you i i appreciate everything you've done tremendously and i just hope that people um you know that may listen to michael or myself would would go do themselves a favor and just see what i'm talking about and i think they'll be very 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 well served and uh, uh can i just say a quick prayer for you there ole please do Father God, I thank you for Ole and the work that he's done. I thank you for preserving him through all these uh, periods of time, all these efforts and those that would do him harm. And I ask you to continue to protect him and bless him and his family and all those that are assisting and working with him. as the warrior he is striking out into the world to to help the rest of us to understand these monsters and to know how to uh, see them more clearly through their veils. I ask you to protect him by the blood of Christ, keep him whole, give him more tools to do the work that he must do uh, and to bring us to this new age, this new era, of peace by whatever name people would call it, but that it would uh, be a blessing to mankind where we can live free together and uh, understand the creation you've given us, Father God, uh, to enjoy it as free men and not as someone else's slaves. In Jesus' name, by the blood of Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen.
0: Thank oh, you a so beautiful
1: one.
2: Thank you. I I would like to just also say that uh, for all of these 40 years, I've been collecting evidence and documents and videos in the hundreds of thousands and categorize them uh, for my own benefit because uh, I've been involved in so many hundreds of cases. So I really needed that because otherwise I forget. And now I made this, uh, I got like an external hard drive it's uh, almost five terabytes of perfectly categorized information that has now been so many much of it has been deleted from the internet and scrubbed away from libraries archives it's just gone and i feel that this is our real history that needs to be preserved for generations to come so i'm i'm right now uh, uh, making a videos a presentation video also but selling these uh, external hard drives so that you can get access to this and copy, hide, whatever you want to do with it, but keep it safe. It comes with a price tag, but the price tag is very low, according to people who have seen what is actually in it. They say, my God, you could have taken hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I'm only taking a small little part as uh, trying to to feed my family here, because these are trying times for many of us, and uh, so, also, donations you're mentioning, Juan, so extremely appreciated. You can go on my website there as uh, sponsor all the links. Uh, and uh, so anything like that is extremely, extremely appreciated.
1: And I'll do that. I love you, bro. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. <laughs> again. Thanks, Michael, for making this happen. Yes. And well, thank, um, you um, wow, we'll thank you guys. Wow. this was a great experience.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers, gentlemen. Thanks so much. All right. Good night, all. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.